You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Good evening. Happy Super Bowl Sunday to you. There was another structural collapse in Anchorage, this time in the Abbott Loop area. Take a look at this right here. You can see the damage from this collapse, which was reported by the Anchorage Fire Department last night in the 2000 block of East Dowling Road. We've asked AFD if there was anyone inside during the time of the collapse and have not yet heard back. You can see fencing installed around where the debris is with warning signs posted. We'll have more on air and online at alaskasnewsource.com on this developing story. Troopers say an aggressive moose in Willow prompted a homeowner to fire a warning shot to try to scare the animal from the front of their property and told troopers that the moose charged them and knocked them over. AST says the homeowner refused medical treatment and troopers say they found the moose acting aggressive and had to shoot and kill the animal. A local charity was called to collect the moose for salvageable meat. High winds are on their way to Anchorage as we turn things over to meteorologist Jackie Purcell who joins us now with our forecast on this fine Super Bowl Sunday. Jackie? Well, more stormy weather is angling toward Alaska, and it's going to include some strong winds here locally. Yes, I know it is Super Bowl time, but at this hour in Anchorage, we have a current temperature of uh, 31 degrees at Ted Stevens Anchorage International Airport. And it has been even warmer than that over the last several hours. So uh, we're at uh, seeing calm winds as well. As far as the highest temperature, 35, 24 for the low, and 45 would be the highest temperature we've seen on this date. That from 1980, believe it or not. We have a high wind watch for Monday afternoon to Tuesday morning. The hillside area is the area of focus. Southeast winds will increase 35 to 50. Gusts could hit 75 miles per hour in that area. Meantime, there is still a mix of rain and snow moving through the region. Mostly those coastal areas are at risk. And speaking of risk, it is still a considerable risk at both the high as well as mid-levels in the Turnagain Pass area, moderate at the lower elevations, and this will go into tomorrow. And it's basically the same type of scenario around Hatcher Pass as well. As you can see, there's still more showers to see going through the region until Monday night. We'll start to clear out Tuesday, in fact, Sunshine is likely to be seen by Tuesday as well as Wednesday. We'll continue to see those mild temperatures as well. But again, high wind watch starts uh, gusting on Monday afternoon into Tuesday along the Anchorage hillside as well as the inlet. We'll have more on the forecast, Joe, coming up a little bit later. That sounds great. Thank you so much, Jack. You'll have to continue putting sunscreen on for all this burning hot weather. In Alaska tradition for more than three decades, the Arctic Man was known as one of the toughest ski races and exciting snow machine races in rural Alaska. It won't be happening this year. Lexi Elverton spoke with Arctic Man's founder and race director this afternoon and joins us now with some of the issues he says they face, as well as a statement from the Alaska Department of Natural Resources. Lex? Joe, Thie says Arctic Man has been facing permitting issues with the Department of Natural Resources. The DNR issuing a statement moments ago saying that organizers didn't accept the terms 
of an authorization for a new permit and also chose to not review their previous terms in, the, in that same permit. According to Thies, the, de the delay of resolving those issues caused the race to lose some major sponsors and make it unable to properly be set up on time, which led it to be officially canceled on Saturday. He says the DNR has been asked for more money as the event grows. He says that since the event is a nonprofit and is, is only a four-day long event, they should not have to pay any money to use DNR's land. He says they're working with the state for future contracts. We started in November to get ready for this event. It's a big event. It takes a lot of work and preparation to get ready. And I said to the DNR guy, I said, you know, think with your Alaska hat. These are Alaskans using this property. They're not hurting it. They're not bothering it. We're not doing anything wrong there. Alaska's news source reached out to the Department of Natural Resources. Their director of communications, Lorraine Henry, responding to the Arctic man permitting issues by saying in part, quote, the Alaska Department of Natural Resources knows how important this event is to Alaskans and has issued land use permits for Arctic man since 1996. Organizers for Arctic Man did not accept the terms of an authorization for a new 2024 permit and also chose not to renew their previous permit terms. Henry added, quote, DNR's Division of Mining Land and Water has offered Arctic Man a permit renewal for five years beginning in 2025 and is standing by to authorize when sponsorships are secured and Arctic Man is ready to move forward with permitting. We'll have more on this developing story tonight at 10. Joe. Thanks, Lex.